the Financial Times in London, I'm John Murray-Brown and this is FT News. Italy goes to the polls on Sunday in a referendum on the Constitution, with the Prime Minister, Matteo Renzi, threatening to resign if there is a no vote. The search to form a new government could stall the Italian economy and reignite investor worries about its troubled banking sector. Some even fear it could trigger renewed contagion in the wider Eurozone. With me to discuss this is Tony Barber, the FT's Europe editor, and on the line from Italy is James Politi, the FT's Rome bureau chief. James, first of all, what is this referendum about and why has Prime Minister Renzi risked the future of his government with this vote? Well, the referendum would change the Italian constitution to essentially reduce the powers of the Italian Senate in a way that would ease political gridlock and make legislation easier to pass. It would also remove some powers from regional governments to block key infrastructure projects. And Prime Minister Renzi thought he was going to win this vote quite easily earlier this year, and he wanted to use this as a chance to boost his political standing and give himself a popular mandate. And at this point, it looks like that gamble has backfired. There's quite a lot of resistance to the reforms themselves, and there's a sort of a clear desire among many in the no camp, which spans all the opposition parties, to use this as an opportunity to have him resign and be defeated. So what is the mood among Italian voters? Is there a realisation of how much is at stake with this Sunday referendum? I, mean, I feel quite a disconnect between the way Italians are approaching this and the way it's viewed, especially externally. Many Italians see this as an Italian matter about the Italian constitution and also about whether they like Renzi or not. They don't necessarily see this as the next big battleground in the fight between populist insurgents and establishment politicians or that this will necessarily lead to Italy withdrawing from the euro or the European Union. They don't necessarily see the stakes in that sense. So, Tony, if I can bring you in here, why do you think Prime Minister Renzi has risked the future of his government with this vote? And could he possibly rethink that pledge? I think that if the vote on Sunday is a heavy defeat for the Prime Minister, then he will resign. It's just possible that if the result is a narrow defeat, that uh, he might be open to the suggestion that he should carry on. It's really up to the Italian president, the head of state in this situation. I know that the Prime Minister was looking forward to hosting all the other EU governments at a big anniversary in next March, the 60th anniversary of the European Union's Treaty of Rome. But he's not the sort of character to stick around if he thinks that he's not doing something useful. But I must stress, I would not regard this as the trigger for some kind of general crisis in Italy. The country has a lot of experience of governments falling. More than 60 have fallen since the Second World War. And at moments of extreme 
crisis, such as in the early 90s, and once again at the height of the Eurozone crisis in 2011, it proved perfectly possible for the political classes and the technocrats behind them to install a non-partisan government led by a competent person like the uh, late and much mourned Carlo Azelio Ciampi in the early 90s, and then in 2011, Mario Monti, the former EU commissioner, and actually things did not fall over a cliff, and I wouldn't expect them to fall over a cliff this time. Now, Mr Renzi has actually said he won't be part of a technocratic government if he loses the vote. What, James, are the options facing Italy if the vote goes against Mr Renzi? Well, I think the most likely scenario is that Renzi resigns and another member of the Democratic Party of the more technocratic variety would take his place. And the names that are mentioned are Pier Carlo Padoan, the finance minister, president of the Senate is uh, Pietro Grasso, or Dario Franceschini, who's the culture minister and a key power broker within the party. Their mission would be then to prepare a new electoral law to take the country to fresh elections in 2018 and to deal with any fallout from the banks and to make sure the budget gets through. That's, I think, the most likely scenario. But there are other options, too. The most vocal opposition, the Five Star Movement and the Northern League, have been asking for snap elections immediately in the event that yes is defeated, so if if Renzi loses. And uh, some members of the Democratic Party think that that would actually be a better idea than a technocratic government. There is, of course, still the chance that Mr. Renzi stays in office even in defeat, especially if the margin is very narrow and the president, Mattarella, decides that that's the only way to go and Renzi himself comes to the conclusion that he would like to stay, though I agree that it's not really within his character and it would be quite a high-risk strategy for him to stick around in defeat because it would limit his chances of a political comeback. So, Tony, what about the wider economic fallout from this result on the Italian banking sector, for example? Some analysts are talking of a wave of Italian bank failures being precipitated and even some sort of crisis in the wider eurozone. Is that really credible? I think these fears are exaggerated, to be honest. Yes, there are stresses in the Italian banking sector and you could see market tensions rise in the event of a severe defeat for Mr Renzi. There is the particular problem of the bank in Tuscany, Monte dei Paschi di Siena, and there is a general problem of a large number of non-performing loans in the Italian banking sector and insufficient profitability. But what I think is, is the larger picture here is the risk that whether it's a yes vote or a no vote, and whether or not Mr Renzi stays as Prime Minister. A certain drift takes a grip on the Italian political and economic system, reinforcing the public's dissatisfaction with stagnant living standards, with too much unemployment, with the prospect that things are just never going to get better. And these are the sort of conditions that will generate more support for the Five Star Movement, for the Northern League, for the 
anti-system parties. Now, I don't think myself that when they talk about questioning whether Italy should use the euro or should be in the EU, that one should believe everything they say. But nevertheless, it would be quite an upset for Italian politics and therefore for the Eurozone and the EU as a whole, should these anti-system parties come to power. And the possibility that they will is not very high at the moment because of the near certainty that Italy's electoral law will be changed. But the poor performance of the Italian economy and the stresses of the Italian banking system make that possibility more likely. So a lot is at stake. Thank you very much, Tony, in the studio here in London and James in Rome. One thing perhaps that we can say for certain is that Mr Renzi's EU counterparts will hope that he prevails on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs>